Welcome. Three hours of great sports talk. To the Petros and Money Show. On air at AM570 LA Sports. With the ability to really go anywhere and do anything. Streaming everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Hosted by Mad Money Smith. Check out my fit. And Petros Papadakis. That's what we like to hear. Here they are on your home of the LA Dodgers. In sync and down the drain. Petros and Money. Petros and Money. Petros and Money. Well, if you looked at it, Matt, it's got to be explosive. Stop the show. What happened, Matt? I mean, Matt looked up the article. If you have a modicum of common sense. That Luca from the Orange County Register got suspended from USC by Lincoln Riley for. Like, if if Lincoln says we have to pull his credential, this can't happen. Or if it's the head of, you know, if it's the SID, whomever it is, the athletic, or whatever. It couldn't be Jen Cohen. How should, would she go against Lincoln Riley? You would like to think they would go to the article and say, well, everyone's going to go seek out this article. And they're going to find out what this guy did wrong. Right. Why we pulled this credential. Uh, Luca at the OCregister.com with the headline USC freshman running back, Quinton Joyner has quietly dominated his touches. Joyner, subheadline, multi sport athlete in Texas, has capitalized on surprising opportunity through the Trojans' first three games. The story is all about him overcoming shyness and struggling to communicate. Okay. And he sets the story um, he sets the story up by pointing out right before he has to have his first press conference, he is quietly consulting Braylon Shelby for advice. And it's a nice moment between these two players where Braylon is saying, you're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. You're all good. They're going to ask you questions. You're going to give them answers. Well, how dare you show a player's humanity and teammates try to take care of each other off the field? How, how dare you? The uh, quote that he printed was, just talk about the team, Shelby told him, offering some words of encouragement. There's then about another eh, 600 words where he interviews his father. His father talks about how the young man grabbed the ball from the time he was one year old and was a rare multi-sport athlete who played football in the fall, well, basketball un- in the winter. Unacceptable expose. Baseball and track in the spring. Yeah, we talk like that about a kid who does everything right. They wanted him to play quarterback, but he wasn't vocal enough. Brings it full circle. Kind of a bad look for USC, you're saying, Matt? Well, I would say if folks are going to go seek out Luca Evans' article at the OC Register or OCRegister.com, probably a bad look to say you're pulling a credential for two games. Maybe they'll have to uh, apologize and give it back. That's what they'll have to do. Sorry, Luca. We're idiots. Well, one of the things. Here's your credential. One of the things that's great about Jen Cohen, and she just got there, and you don't want to start a fight with your superstar football coach right away, but. I mean, one of the things that's great about Jen Cohen is she has a common sense and very affable approach with the media, local and national. And that was really one of her great strengths in Washington, which is why she probably got hired here, because USC's athletic department has been a media PR nightmare for decades under Tim Tessalone. And now they have a new uh, SID who was trained by Tessalone, and they have a new coach, and they got to stop embarrassing themselves like this. You know, this over-efficiousness just makes you look worse. For people that say you may not know the whole story, perhaps he continually crossed lines. The problem is, when it becomes public, the credential was pulled for printing quotes from a conversation that was prior to a press conference. You're going to go to that story. Yeah. That can't be part of the story. You can say multiple infractions, was warned repeatedly, 
Don't say that specifically. And his teammate whispered in his ear, after this, let's go do drugs in the alley. Right. There you go. No, that is not. Answer the questions they ask and you'll be fine. Nice. Very, as uh, was put in the one tweet, a charming conversation. And if Lincoln Riley is trying to exert some sort of uh, authority and have complete and total control over his program, tell him to go somewhere else. It's, uh, that doesn't work here. No. That can work in Norman. Well, it can it's work kind in of East the Carolina. problem. It cannot work here. I mean, you see this media pushback, and we have a toothless sports media. I mean, we have a ball-washing, toothless sports media. But this is a big market, and you are going to be held accountable. Sure. Whether you're winning or not winning. And the whole website, we are SE, you know, all the different stuff that's cultivated over the years in every single market is, I mean, you have basically fans that are covering yeah, your team. You have people that, that tweet out their thanks for being credentialed. Right, yeah. That, like, I could not be more excited. We got credentialed. They're fans covering the teams. And, I mean, I remember the great Gary Paskowitz, who was a pioneer, you know, all of these, you know, uh, Crimson Tide. All the fan sites, yeah. CrimsonTideAnus.com, you know, uh, the recruiting and all that. CTA. Yeah, it's big now. Chicago Transit Authority sued him, so they can't yeah. use the initials. Now they got to spell it out. A huge cottage industry, you know. Uh, a guy named Gary Paskowitz, who's passed away, uh, he started that. He was really a pioneer, and of course, things come out of markets like this. WeRSC.com. And they made him, because he was a website, and they, they wouldn't honor right. him with a credential. They made him create some magazine that he had to create for no reason. Paper. A paper magazine just to credential a guy who cared about USC and was doing their bidding all the time. And they treated him like crap. And now they only treat the website guys with any kind of uh, – Care. Well, if you've got an Instagram page that's got 60,000 followers, you're more important than the LA Times. Like it's it's just weird how they value But you're not coverage. being you're not being held accountable. Right. And I don't think there is an Instagram page with 600,000 followers that covers USC yeah. football, but there are these But that's what I mean. They prefer like that's what they're looking they at want, now. They want they will roll with the pay sites because right. the pay sites are going to ball wash them a lot more than the LA Times would, right. you know, or somebody else like that. And it's a uh, it's a very sad kind of thing. We'll see how this shakes out. But when great sports talk applies pressure, Matt, right now Lincoln Riley feels like great sports talk. I mean, he might be in a Golly gee, I wish I were back in Norman. I'm in a scuba suit right now. I feel like men of honor. I'm going to drown in this. Oh, my God, the pressure. Really kicked me a hornet's nest now, didn't I? God darn it. Yeah, that was not smart. I feel lower than a bow-legged beetle. Figure out a way to save face and Get the kid back his credential. My name is Luca. I chapped Lincoln Riley's ass. I got my credential pulled. I'll see you in the back of the class. Serious question, guys. The game for USC this week's at Arizona State, right? right? Why can't he just ask Arizona State for a credential? Their home game. Well, because then he can get his credential pulled for the rest of the year, going to practice and covering the team and going to the, you know, if they say, hey, you have to serve this suspension and we'll give you your credential back. I mean, he needs to be at the facility we're every day. Sus- I mean, we're suspending you. Yeah, that's what ridiculous. did I do? You said that those players were caring for each other. Okay. Thanks. And, and if they push back and say that's, that's not the point, the point is you're not allowed to print quotes until the media session starts, make the exception and let him know well, moving forward. 
please don't do this. The way I would answer, it's great. say that again, Matt. Say uh, They will push back by saying it's the principle of not printing quotes let me before ask you the media session starts. Let me ask you this, USC PR person. Aren't you in the PR business? Would you consider this to be good or bad PR? I would consider this good PR. Young man overcoming shyness uh, through the help of a teammate that's been through it already. Would you consider what's happened afterwards good or bad PR for you? Well, it depends. If it is my personal <laughs> PR getting my ass chewed out by Lincoln Riley, this is good PR for me. Uh, it is bad PR for the organization and the university. I mean, we can't have this. Wait, aren't you a PR person? Yeah. Well, can't you not have you guys getting dragged up and down the freaking street and great sports talk all day? Yeah! Great, great, great sports talk. Oh, this is this is going to find its way on the field. This is going to find its way on the field. Oh, I'm, I'm taking the points. Give me is, the 34 and a half. This is worth five points for the Devils. Absolutely. All right, we can start the show. Watch again. out them Devils. Sorry about that. We can start the show again. That's my fault. This fits. A university is a group of buildings gathered around a library. Beautiful. Petro money. Going it out. Big AM570 LA Sports Live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. We have Dodgers baseball tonight from the Galpin Motors broadcast booth. 7, 10 p.m. first pitch. Going to be an opener. And then Ryan Pepio, Dodge, uh, the Detroit Tigers going with an opener as well. Tim Case will have all the details and Dodgers on deck at 6 p.m. David Vassay. Last night, you can see it on our AM570 LA Sports Instagram page with a great interview with Freddie Freeman, who stole his 20th base uh, to go with his 20 home runs and has an opportunity to do something that no first baseman in the history of baseball has ever done before, and that's 200 hits, 60 doubles, 20 stolen bases. 20 bags! And uh, very, I think he needs four more hits, so very likely will accomplish that day with another great interview uh, with Freddie last night. All right, uh, we're going to be at Morongo Casino Resort and Spa on Thursday. We want to see you there. We're giving away the 57-second shopping spree. Uh, tonight, we got Dodgers versus Detroit. Saturday, UCLA-Utah. It's all on AM570 except for Matt's game on 98.7. Chargers versus Vikings, and that's on Alt 98.7. A big thank you to Tom Telesco and Brandon Staley for joining us in the last couple of days, respectively, in a tough situation. Let's see if they can turn it around. And uh, we got your back here, Luca, here on the Petrus and Money Show. We'll credential you, yeah. Luca. We love the newspapers. We even let Plasky come in here and talk about the racist chop. <laughs> How's it they keep getting away with it? Uh, today's word of the day, Matt. I don't know. I, I... He heard me with his words. The word of the day. I don't want to become a, a world's uh, ombudsman here, Matt, and uh, complain about things like. Well, you, you already checked USC. I mean, well, uh, look, that's a story. That's a story. Is, that's a news story. Had they down. consulted you as an ombudsman, they may not have pulled that credential. You would have said, "Listen, let's talk through this." Guy. Uh, oftentimes, Matt, you go out in public and you see things with people, and you and and it makes you uh, SMH. That's uh, shaking my head. And I saw two things, and I don't know if I'm just you know maybe I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Maybe I thought I was going to get some of these Beach Life tickets that I have to get for some people I know for free, but I only got a discount. Is that the Country Beach Life? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe, I don't know. But uh, maybe I, I went over to the, a taco place that actually, full disclosure, Vasse showed it to me, uh, Mexicali Tacos in, uh, on Figueroa downtown. Good taco place. Mexicali Taco Company. And uh, I got my burrito. And they're, they're great there. I have no, no beef with Mexicali. I get chicken. 
but I love Mexicali tacos. It's not about Mexicali. Okay, I feel like uh, there's something coming here. Well, first, there's a guy holding a uh, – he's wearing a SeaWorld Rescue shirt, like a pink shirt. Okay. He's got like a little poofy dog. And it's like, I don't – I mean, the whole bring the dog into the restaurant and all that, I, I don't know. I there's mean, a dog at the game yesterday. Yeah. In the suites. You're, you're bringing the dog – into a suite? Yeah, I'm not into it. Like Don't I do know, that to everybody the dog. can get a letter saying your dog is this or your dog is that. I'm not into it, and I'm on record with Susie Schuster's dog at USC football practice. Ruined a relationship. I got a problem with this. Uh, but anyway, the guy has the dog, and he's like doing all this stuff with his dog, and like getting his dog water, moving around with his dog, getting the right seats for his dog. Okay, so this is in the restaurant. Yeah, and like his burrito's sitting there, and like by the time he's finally ready to eat his burrito, he's like, "Oh, this is cold. Can you warm this up?" And I was like, a-hole, you're sitting here with Fido, you know, uh, adjusting his freaking... Uh, Pomeranian or something? Yeah, his dog helmet or whatever the hell he's wearing, like the special uh, collar that fixes his back. Or, I mean, it's just like, Jesus Christ, and you're going to make them reheat your burrito because you were sitting here getting water for your dog? That's, that's not cool. F you, buddy. And then some other a-hole walks in, and he's wearing a T-shirt, and I took a picture of it. Because, Matt, I know you got mad at those bikers trying to take up the whole lane. Sure did. Trying to act hard. And this guy's T-shirt pissed me off. It's pink, so you know he's a bitch. Oh, and it's <laughs> and I it love says, the color pink. Well, so do I. But look at this bitch. Uh, this says it's the freaking shirt that is like the ordinance that says a bike can use the whole lane. May use full lane. California vehicle code twenty one two zero two triple dub dot la dash bike dot org. Like he's dunking on everybody in town who drives a car. Uh, like this is legal. F you, a hole. Guy who needs his freaking burrito reheated because he's paying attention to his punk-ass dog. Oh, that was the guy with the dog as well? Two different guys. An F.U. bicycle shirt guy walking around trying to advertise how proud you are that you ride in the middle of the lane. Nobody's going to look at your spandexed ass. F.U. And F. the other guy. There we go. Thank you. I'm sorry. Mexicali, you're cool. You guys are F.U. 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 I did get up and say F.U. F.U. You're cool. I'm out of (laughs) here. Here's my number. Number of the day. Uh, Number of the day is three. Shout out to uh, one of our most ardent and dedicated listeners, Tommy, who purchased a sticker pack. Tommy, your gambling friend. Tommy, my gambling uh, pal from Seal Beach. Not uh, Tom, the orange farmer. Not Tom Smithy. Antagonistic orange farmer. And not Tom, former owner of Tom's Tacos in Stanton. Not that Tom, neither that Tom. He's over in uh, Torrance now on Anza. Uh, This Tommy who purchased a pack of Smokey and the Bandit stickers for us for our door. Uh, we got the Bandit 1977, the uh, Trans Am logo there, right underneath Chris Harrison's hammered-out face with a hatchet. I see that. That has made its way. Uh, this one, uh, P, we've got... That's a some bitch. Some bitch Jackie from Gleason Jackie one. Gleason. All right. want to throw that up on the door somewhere. Find a place for the some bitch. I'll put it over red grave. There we go. Take that, you son bitch. And then we got ourselves the Jerry Reed uh, eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking, snowman's bootlegging surface, service Texarkana to Atlanta since 1977. There's beer in Texarkana. Beautiful. And they're thirsty in Atlanta. Big thank you to Tommy for three incredible stickers that make their way onto our door. We appreciate you, Tommy. This is the song of the day. 
Cherry Glazer are a local band fronted by the lovely and talented singer, songwriter, and musician Clementine Creevy with our song of the day called Ready For You. New music is what it is from the forthcoming record titled I Don't Want You Anymore. It'll be the fourth full-length studio LP for the L.A. Trio where you can see live, you can see them performing live at a venue called Little Secret, located in Frogtown, just uh, outside of the Elysian Park area, for a couple of shows, October 20th and 21st. It's music from the band Cherry Glazer. Enjoy. Thank you, Ronnie. Dave Roberts going to join us when we return. Skipper of the Dodgers, they're playing the Tigers tonight. That's next. Petros and Money, AM 570, LA Sports, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Football all weekend, UCLA, Utah, right here on AM 570 at 12.30 p.m. Chargers, Vikings, uh, it's an early one again. 10 a.m. kick, Alt 98.7. Both teams in the playoffs last year, both teams seeking their first win of the season. Ought to be a good one. Dodgers baseball tonight, though, P, as uh, they continue this three-game series with the Tigers. Big victory last night, milestone evening for Freddie Freeman. And that brings us to our conversation right now. That's right, Matt. We have the man that so many are crediting and saying he's not getting enough credit and not enough manager of the year, Buzz. That's the truth. For a great year in Dodger baseball. Not just that, but redstitchwine.com is a beautiful website, Matt, where you can allocate some of the finest wine in the world. Oh, you want a red. You want a meaty red to pair with that fine cut of meat. Look to the stitch. Joining us now a hero Dodger player and Red Sox, longtime friend of our show, and navigating what has been, to some, a surprising and really fun year to watch Dodger baseball, especially ever since the All-Star break. The great Dave Roberts, Doc Roberts, on the Mountain View Chevrolet Celebrity Hotline. What's cracking, Skip? How are you? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Uh, it's good to catch up again, and hope you guys are doing well. And, uh, yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun, and I know – uh, Dodge Nation is, is enjoying watching our guys play every night. You know, and, and every year uh, we celebrate because every year, you know, you guys are pouring beer and, and champagne in each other's faces for, for the division. And I guess, I mean, that's a really hard thing to do. I, I suppose a fan base can uh, can get a little numb to it because it happens every year. But, uh, I mean, how big of, a, of an accomplishment is that year in and year out to be able to do that? It's, it's pretty remarkable, is it not? It is. It really is. And I think that um, it's uh, great for you guys to say that. And I know our fans, uh, you know, feel that way. Uh, certainly adds to expectations and a little bit of uh, Ben here done that. But, you know, when you're grinding every day, uh, it takes a lot to uh, be consistent. I think for me, that's something that I, I strive for uh, as far as the Dodgers, our players, myself included. And um, uh, it doesn't come easy. And you look at uh, every year, there's teams that are expected to win higher payrolls and talent-laden teams. But, uh, you know, every year it seems like uh, we're in the topic of conversation as far as winning a championship. So that's a credit to a lot of people. Dave, how um, some people think culture is, you know, for high school or college and it has no place in the major leagues. But uh, I would assume winning 10 out of uh, 11 years, uh, a division there, probably has something to do with chemistry and culture, right? I absolutely believe it. Um, I, I think that, you know, people just have a hard time uh, wrapping their head around things that they're not involved in, uh, close to, and let alone can quantify. And um, culture is either either it's either good or bad. Um, and I think for me, especially in baseball, where it's such a long season, we spend more time with each other than our families. And uh, times aren't always going to be good. Uh, but when you have guys that play a certain way, like each other, 
prepare and like to practice. I think that that manifests itself uh, in the tough times in the longer season. And, uh, yeah, I'm the guy on the platform pounding the pavement, on pound the table on uh, culture certainly matters. How, you know, all the teams that you've been a part of as a player, as a coach, and, and now as a manager, give us an idea of, you know, just kind of speaking to that culture, uh, how much easier it is to establish, you know, a direction that you want to go when you have Freddie and, and Mookie, A, playing the way they are this year, and B, sort of approaching each game individually, the season, and all the work they put into it. Well, those guys, um, you know, lead that. And, uh, you know, those guys haven't been here my entire tenure. But to have guys, you know, you look at the back of their baseball card and it speaks for itself. But then when they come here and uh, they're speaking a lot of the same things you are, it just lands better with the players, uh, the entire organization, because these guys go out there every single day uh, and do it the right way. And the right way is, you know, minding the little things, enjoying practice, making people around you better and, when you're not feeling great, you're still going to go out there and have a responsibility to the organization and the fans to go out there and give it a professional effort. So I think that everyone from James Outman to, you know, Bobby Miller and all these other guys that come behind them have to follow. And that's certainly for me, as I've mentioned many times over that, this has been my most enjoyable team because I've got guys like that, that I can sit back and, and let these guys uh, kind of speak to that and stuff that I believe in and, and watch how it's, uh, uh, applied each day. There's a great deal of pressure, but a great deal of camaraderie uh, on this year's Dodger team, and it translates out there onto the field. Now, Dave, you've you've had this situation uh, many times. What do you do in the next two weeks? How do you kind of uh, land the plane or, or keep a holding pattern uh, now that you've clinched and and all that stuff? Uh, how delicate is that balance? Yeah, I, I think it's 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 more of keeping that edge and understanding that the plane uh, has still has a long ways to go before it lands. And so how do we do that? I, I think for me, as you're seeing uh, mixing and matching kind of arms and different potential roles that we might use guys in to prepare those guys for and, and preparing for the dodge as far as on the pitching side, it's going to be tough because there's a lot of different ways we can go with the talented arms we have. And I think on the hitting side, uh, just being mindful of uh, workload and, getting guys pinch it at bats, uh, giving guys rest, uh, things like that. Um, and then, you know, once we get into uh, the week after the season, kind of trying to keep that edge as far as simulated games, uh, inner squads and playing for something and uh, going into the postseason with that five, six, seven days off, uh, ready to go and, and keep that uh, sharpness. What about, um, you know, getting together with, with your staff and, and trying to figure out, you know, and I know you don't know the opponent yet, but do you still need to, to see something from, from a few of your players? Are you still watching and evaluating and figuring out? I think a lot of people thinking about those 13 pitchers, what this thing's going to look like in the postseason. Is there still work to be done there? I, I think there is. Um, I, I think that, you know, the position player side we feel really good about, um, you know, whether we carry 12 or 13 position players uh, or 13 or 14 position players um, on the pitching side, I think that, uh, you know, we have a lot of good conversations ahead of us. Uh, I think some of it is going to be uh, opponent dependent. And then also the division series is going to be a shorter series, obviously, with off days there. So that matters as far as rest for guys in the pen. So uh, there's some conversation going to have. So I still think we got some time to kind of really suss that out. Have you gotten good eyes on that Bobby Miller chest piece? I mean, I know you don't look at all the guys, you know, all the time 
you know, with their shirts off or anything, Skip. But, you know, he's got the, a lion and a tiger, like, eating each other on a, on his chest. Uh, have you have you seen that? Uh, you know what? I haven't seen it. And <laughs> suffice to say, his chest doesn't look like uh, our chest. Um, and that's a good thing. Um, uh, you know what? I, I've uh, never been an ink guy. But, uh, you know, nowadays, these young guys, they, oh, they no. love their ink. So I guess I got to get Bobby to take his shirt off in front of me and check that ink out. Here's the sound of what it sounds like, Skip, when when you see that lion and tiger on either one of his pectorals. Oh, well done. Well done. Ah, there's that tiger. <laughs> um, Perfect. Amazing. Well done, guys. He, he's been a lot of fun to uh, to be a part of this year for all of us. What, what's he like to be close to and, and to run out there every few days? You know what? He, he's been great. You know, I, I think that he's uber talented. Um, I, I think for me, he's a fiery competitor, but he's understood uh, how to channel that energy uh, and not get too worried about uh, a potential inning, a guy hitting a homer, a guy stepping out of the box uh, at an, uh, in an untimely uh, spot. Uh, nothing deters him out. You know, I like those guys when they take the mound. Uh, it's that glassy look where they're just focused and they're seeing you, they're not hearing you, and they're just focused. And uh, for me, uh, I just have not seen a young player, certainly a pitcher that has grown as much as he has mm. in such a short time. Speaking of young pitchers, uh, Dave, are, are we going to see Kyle Hurd again before the end of the year? Yeah, you know, that was fun, wasn't it? Yes, um, it was. Kyle, uh, SC guy, San Diego guy. Uh, we we uh, got him an opportunity to come up here and throw a couple innings, and it was electric stuff. So um, I don't know that answer, but uh, never say never. All right, final thing. When everybody was popping uh, that cheap champagne, or maybe it was great champagne, and some beers. It was cheap. I think it was cheap. Okay, so <laughs> cheap champagne. What bottle of Red Stitch were you uncorking in the manager's office? Was it a Pinot Noir? Was it a cab? Was it a reserve? What was it? So, you know what I did is a good friend of mine, Phil Nevin, who is uh, the manager of the Angels, left a bottle for me uh, in the office in Seattle, and that's what I popped. It was a uh, 16 Dominus. So, uh, it wasn't Red Stitch, but it was a nice uh, bottle of uh, red juice. That's what they say. Yeah. That's good juice. Uh, <laughs> good we, juice. That's really good juice. A little young, but it, it did the job. And that's go. what they say about Bobby Miller. Yeah! <laughs> Uh, we appreciate you, Doc, you, and have a great night, and congratulations on your success this year. All right, fellas. I appreciate all the support, man. You guys are the best. Of course. The great Dave Roberts. Eat your heart out, everybody. That was our ball washing to wash. That's right. When he washes balls like us. When those, when those balls are ripe to be washed, we will pick that fruit. Not you, Luca. By the way, that bottle of Domus Estate wine that he was talking about just now, the 2016... 350 bucks. Whoa, look at oh, that. That's a, bag of, that's a bag of Good shells juice. for the Dodgers, dude. Good juice. Do you know how many freaking Armenian jerseys they sold last night, bro? All of them, bro. bro. Back ordered, bro. Bro, I buy jersey like this at Mount Ararat, bro. <laughs> you know USC's in a bad way when Karchi's sharpening his fangs. Dude. <laughs> when Karchi's sharpening his fangs, you know you got it way wrong. Knives out. I mean. Damn. Ryan Karchi, USC beat writer for the LA Times. A friendly face for USC over the years, Matt. Sharpening his fangs. Over this suspension.
That's the thing. It's like you suspend a young guy and you look like a bad guy. Like you can't. So stupid. Right. You pull up the picture of Luke and you're like, you suspended that guy? Yeah. Why don't you just He's like. like 13. Why don't you just kick him in the nuts Jeez. or give him a Melvin? Uh, this says before the season. This is Ryan Karchi. 28 minutes ago, Matt. This is fresh fare. Like the Ralphs. Before the season, Lincoln Riley pulled the USC beat aside to tell us about how much he respects the work we do as journalists. A very different message is now being sent to all of us. Fresh flowers. <laughs> fresh flowers. That's fresh fare. Damn right it is. Karchi. Oh, they will uh, mobilize. Oh, Andrew Grief. What a bizarre overreaction here by USC. Luca Evans is such an incredibly fair and talented reporter. And look. Even, uh, oh, you know who's not uh, re- uh, retweeting all this stuff? The Payside guys. Of course. Yeah, they're not stepping up for the beat rider. Don't rock the boat, guys. It's interesting. After Karchi's tweet, the comments below, 50-50, a lot of people saying, hey, you guys got to follow the rules, too. How about yeah, follow simple rules? Fight on idiots. If you don't like Lincoln Riley's rules, go cover Georgia Southern's football team. That's someone driving around in uh, an X3 that says USC Brad on the plate. Crazy that all of this could have been avoided by simply respecting the rules set out by the university. F you. Yeah, go wax your three series. God, you guys don't know what it's like to be the bad guy. I wonder if Matt Leiner will do a cool video like, this is reporters <laughs> covering a team. Like, what? Yeah, do one of them cool videos, Matt. Yeah, Come get on. a TikTok going. Yeah, get RJ. You and RJ, get it going. Come on. It'll be great. Like, really, honestly, like, nobody cares about who covers a a college football team or how it's covered until you do something like this. And then everybody worries about it. But generally, nobody cares at all until you do something stupid to a guy who looks like he shaves once a year. A decade. (laughs) It's TJ Simers? Fine. Yeah, get his ass. Yes. But 13-year-old Luca Evans? Who has yet to shave. So we don't know if it's once every 10 years because he has not shaved yet. Luca hasn't left his room in weeks. He's so upset. <laughs> Book Luca Evans on the air, Cates. He probably. Do I call his parents' house or who do I yeah, call? Yeah, scorch the earth. <laughs> Middle of the interview. Mom, I'm on the phone. I'm doing a radio interview. Well, that happened eight times. Well, your s- father's supposed to call. <laughs> happened with Sham Sharoon. Yeah. Dad can do an emergency breakthrough, right? <laughs> Some texts coming up next. Petro Simone, AM570 LA Sports Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Just over an hour to go before Dodgers on deck. Dodgers versus Tigers coming up. Did you know that it is National Voter Registration Day? It takes but 30 seconds to register to vote or to check your registration status. All you have to what do is visit. What in particular do you want people to vote for, Matt? Because it's, it seems to me that you don't fully understand what you're saying and what your platform is. Well, you know, I'm still chasing down some signatures. You know, once I get them all, I need about 600,000 of them. You know, I'll let you all know. But if we're looking to the past, uh, perhaps Prop 27 would have tickled somebody's fancy around here. LA, and you know what? If you're not registered and you don't check that status of your registration, then you got no room to complain, pal. Not talking about the federal level or the executive branch. We're talking about local politics. LAVote.gov. Hashtag National Voter Registration Day. Hashtag Vote Ready. Nobody supports National Voter Registration Day like the Petros and Money Show, even if we don't fully understand it. 
Does that mean I'm not allowed to say anything because I may not fully understand? Exactly right. Stick to sports. I mean, well, you've known me a long time, Matt. Is there anything I really fully understand? I mean, I don't... Probably... The wing tee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of it just kind of precludes me from being able to talk about anything. At all. If I can't... Talk about things that I don't fully understand. That I never play an instrument. Why should shut I- up about music? What the hell do you know? Wow, you see me play the the linebacker song on the piano. You ever run a you ever run a race? I don't want to hear about you talking about shoes. You ever man a sewing machine? How dare you judge that person's clothing? You can't make clothes. Home. You don't know anything. You don't know about homespun. <laughs> All right, Matt. It's time. Brought to you by and unless you. Sold out to Mark Christopher Auto Center. Unless you built a car in your basement, don't you ever tell Mark Christopher what he's doing. What you know about carburetors. You guys talk a lot of S. Now, this comes with a picture on the freeway of somebody that saw Clipper Dale driving in the Clipper car. Oh, okay. In the BMW, that one he has, the in half the, blue, half red? In the Clipper car. Man. Oh, yeah. It's like seeing the Batmobile in Gotham City or Angeline on Melrose. It is a pretty damn special thing. You guys talk a lot of S, but you don't get a car this sweet unless you have punched <laughs> into the trash can money. <laughs> As you know, Clipper Darrell was punched uh... into the trash can at the Crypto.com arena, and he did not take a settlement or sue AEG and get his just rewards or call Sweet James like he should have. Instead, he took a bootleg kids party at Color Me Mind style in the basement. It was, the, a, it was a nice plastic tablecloth the, on that folding card table. Stinking bowels of the Staples Center. God. Anyway. How dare Vic the Brick question Mr. Mario's knowledge of bamboo root structures? No concrete jungle NYC native should ever question Larasa's expertise on a plant species, particularly one that is found in humid climates. For shame! Yeah, Vic... Uh, For shame! Vic got his jaws loose on the bamboo. Well, yesterday. he does have a bamboo forest in his front yard for all intents and purposes. So maybe he does know a little something about the root structure. I just... I think a lot of the... Uh, our, you can't even take a crap in his toilet anymore. It's just all bamboo roots I mean, many of coming our, up through the pipes. Many of our Latino listeners did not like the way he dismissed Mr. Mario. Understandable. My son's 8U soccer league starts this weekend, Petros, and a text went out on the parent group chat asking if we wanted to pay $5 to put our kid's name or a nickname on the back of their jerseys. I wrote, my son has loved this band from when he was little and listens all the time. Could we please put Johnny (laughs) on the back? He would love it. I got two thumbs up emojis from the head coach and then a frantic text from two other parents begging me not to do that. What a bunch of racists. <laughs> exactly right. Hey, fight for your son, sir. Thank you. Thank you for listening, sir. And thank you for standing up for your kid and what he enjoys. It's the best. <laughs> Two thumbs up from Coach. You're good, son. We're good. No, you can't do that. <laughs> hey, P, is there any podcast you can recommend to cover high school sports in the area? Well, there's a show on NBC at night with uh, Manolo and Jonas. They they play some highlights, but I don't know of any podcasts. I like the Raiders. Yeah, you guys. 
I guess the answer is no. No, the answer is no. Beside the Dave, but it's great that you wanted to spend more time with the family. Get your Sunday nights back. You know, sometimes you just got to take a step back. You know, you can't do everything for the people. I like what sometimes they're... you have to be selfish. I like what they're doing on the show. Petros, we're coming back. Okay, Fred, no problem. Hey, don't worry, we're coming back. Cool, you let me know when we start. Something terrible has happened. <laughs> hey, uh, Fred, it's August fifteenth. What's the word here? Stand by. Okay. Uh, Fred, it's Labor Day weekend. What do we got going on? A lot here? of people are asking me what I'm doing. My wife wants to know. My wife? They lied. Besides the Dave Roberts playoff handicap, don't fool yourselves. The Dodgers cannot beat the Braves. The Braves' ninth batter hits 260 with 20 jacks and 80 ribbies. The Dodgers send up Barnes, Taylor, or some other jag you can throw a tent over. <laughs> Jeez. Easy Smithy. I mean, that wasn't even him. Ah, easy, Smithy. There's a lot of a- angry, brave people. Jeez, that's a burner. That's a Smithy burner if I've ever heard it. There, there's a, there's a, oh, this one's about your politic talk, man. Oh, yeah. Prop 27, jerks. We've got homeless with exposed a-holes taking craps on the streets. And Matt wants to mix in degenerate gamblers, too? Why not make California the freaking Star Wars bar? My nephew wouldn't be able to pay his rent. If he could just gamble on his phone all day. So now I have to I have to pay for the sins of your nephew. Now it's up to me to not be able to do something I could be responsible about because your nephew is too much of a goddamn out-of-control degenerate that he can't manage to make his rent payment and lay the seven and a half on the Niners as well. Kidding me? P, what's the likelihood that Mel Tucker asked that lady... What they got you doing? <laughs> I think some some form of that, like Pepio tonight, I'm sure was uh, was uttered in that fateful conversation. What got you doing? Hey, uh, Mel, what did that cost you, by the way? You know, we all have our moments, a hiccup in life. We all I deserve look, second uh, chances. Uh, 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 give or take, and probably after taxes, $55 million. Is that right? And I'm telling you right now, it was worth it. <laughs> really? All right, there are your textosos, everybody. The secret textoso line. Sold out to Mark Christopher Auto Center. Look out for that kid with the Johnny <laughs> jersey. <laughs>